Welcome to another episode of the Dose of Leadership podcast, the show that brings you inspiring and educational interviews with today's most relevant and motivating leaders. Each episode is dedicated to highlight real-life leadership and influence experts who dedicate their lives to the pursuit of the truth, common sense, and courageous leadership. And now, here's your host, Richard Ryerson. Hey, welcome to the show. So happy you're tuning into Dose of Leadership, and I'm excited for you to listen to this guest today. Frank Siller is on the show. He is the founder and CEO of the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, an amazing organization that helps out our wounded veterans coming back from war, helps out our first responders, helps out the widows of first responders. So, for example, if someone dies in combat or a first responder dies in the line of duty and you've got a spouse at home and they've got kids, Tunnels of Towers takes care of them. They build them a house for them or they, they pay off their mortgage. Amazing stuff. And as we recorded this today, as, as we're recording this in early October, they now say they just paid off another 50 mortgages today. 50. They're doing uh, amazing work. And I've always wanted to have him on the show. I learned about Tunnels Towers, I don't know, maybe seven years ago. And I've kind of watched from afar um, Frank Siller, the founder. And uh, he's an amazing individual. And he's the type of leader I thought he was going to be as I looked at him on interviews. And he did a Never Forget Walk uh, coming up on the last month for the anniversary of 9-11. I learned a lot about him then, too. But he's just doing amazing work, and, and you'll hear the story in this in this conversation. I highly encourage you, if you're looking, sometimes I know for me, like, for example, when I saw the the Marines die, uh, to me, uh, recklessly, 13 members that died last August in that Afghanistan debacle, and you feel frustrated, you feel helpless, you're like, what can I do? Well, I'm telling you, this is something you, you want to kind of scratch that itch and feel like you're doing something, and you are. You'll be doing amazing work if you help out Tunnels to Towers. $11 a month is all they ask, and that's nothing. You can do more, uh, but they're doing amazing work. And it's a charity that, if you look at their ratings, they're one of the best out there. Like Almost 95 96 97% of their money that's donated to them goes to the actual families. There's not a lot of charities that can say that, folks. If you ever do your homework, I mean, there's some big-name charities out there that you think are doing good stuff, and they're not even close to that. You know, so much of their money goes to admin expenses and salaries. Tunnel to Towers, you know, in the upper 90s percent, you know, maybe 2 to 3 percent goes to admin expenses. The rest goes to the families. Amazing stuff. Go check them out at t2t.org. It's a letter T, the number 2, t.org, t2t.org, to learn more. I highly encourage you to go do this. Um, it's, it's one of the best foundations out there. And Frank is good to go. A lead, leads by example, positive, energetic, doing something that's bigger than himself, listens to a higher power, higher calling, all the stuff that we talk about here in Dose of Leadership. So you're really going to enjoy this conversation with Frank. All right. This show is brought to you by my brand new sponsor, Awesome Broso Tequila. I don't know, I said this before, I think, on the other ones. I am not a drinker. I do not like the taste of alcohol. But I got to tell you, Awesome Broso Tequila is something different. This is one of the best tequilas I've ever had. And, you know, we've all got those bad memories of the, the tequila night, right? It's another tequila sunrise, and you swear off tequila. It's usually because you're probably drink, drinking some cheap tequila. Awesome Broso is something completely different. Number one, they're a trusted family-owned and operated company. I had the owner on the show, the founder on my show, Ricardo Gamara, and he's a straight shooter. 
and they've been producing tequila for many years. They've perfected this unique time-honored craft, which produces what is considered one of the best tequilas in the world from their La Rosa Reposado, which is aged in these Bordeaux wine barrels, and it creates this pink hue. I didn't, you know, it's amazing. To their Gran Reserva Alta Añejo, which is aged in these new uh, oak ca- or these new French oak casks, and it gives these unique flavor. It's amazing. Look, Austin Bros is one of the best tequilas I have ever had. I mean, this is amazing stuff, and I like the Gran Reserva myself. It's so smooth. Hints of butterscotch caramel. I didn't know tequila could take, like, taste like this. And again, I'm not a drinker, but every time I give it to my friend or people that never had it, it blows their mind. It's going to blow your mind too. And Austin Broso makes it super easy to buy, particularly with the holidays coming up. It's a great sipping tequila. Just go to atequila.com. That's the letter A, tequila.com to order. And it's going to show up right at your door. And use Dose of Leadership exclusive code LEGEND, L-E-G-E-N-D, LEGEND, for 10% off your first purchase. You will not be disappointed. Awesome Bros with Tequila. It's amazing stuff. Go check it out. All right. Thanks for being a supporter of this show. If you haven't done so, please follow me on your favorite podcast application. And if you find value in Dose of Leadership, it would mean the world to me. Call to action. Leave a review. Hopefully it's five stars. And let me know what you think about the show. All right. Let's get on with this great conversation with the founder and CEO of Tunnel of the Towers, Frank Siller, here on Dose of Leadership. Well, Frank, on Dose of Leadership, man, this is an honor. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Well, I've been a fan of you for a long time. You know, I came across Tunnels to Towers, I don't know, maybe it was maybe five, six years ago, maybe. I was listening to the radio. Rush Limbaugh was a big supporter of Tunnels to Towers. Oh, yeah, Rush was a great and, supporter. And that's how I came across it. And being a former Marine, it really spoke to me, right? You know, for all these people coming back and particularly all the first responders and people trying to try to get them home. So for the sake of people who don't know what Tunnels to Towers is, why don't you just give us a quick, quick up or a summary of what Tunnels to Towers is? Yeah, so it's it's an odd name, right? Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Mm-hmm. People say, what does that stand for? Well, it stands for what my brother did 20 years ago on September 11, 2001. So my brother was a New York City firefighter. Uh, who on September 11th was just finished his night tour in squad one in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And he was on his way home uh, to play golf with uh, his brothers, my brother, George, my brother, Russ, and myself, the four brothers were going to play around the golf, but he heard on his radio scanner that the towers were hit. Mm-hmm. So he turned his truck around, went back to his firehouse and got his gear. His, you know, his company had already responded, right? That were people were working. So they were gone. So he got his gear and drove to the mouth of the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. So Squad 1 is a couple miles away from the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. So he drove there. It was close for security reasons. You can imagine what that tunnel looked like. There was yeah. cars being abandoned. People were listening on the radio. Everybody knew what was going on. Yeah. Uh, at the time, of course, the towers hadn't uh, was still standing. Uh, but they didn't want people going into New York for obvious reasons. So... Um, so he couldn't take his vehicle through the tunnel. So what he did was he strapped his fire gear on his back, which is about 60 pounds yeah. of gear. Um, and uh, he ran through that tunnel. Now, that tunnel uh, it connects uh, Brooklyn to downtown Manhattan. That tunnel's almost two miles long itself. <laughs> and, you know, gradually goes down for about three quarters of a mile and up for about a mile and a quarter. And... Um, it, it uh, I can't imagine what was going through his mind that day. Yeah. So, but he runs through the tunnel, comes out the other side, and what's he see? He sees hell on earth. He looks up. You know, there's no doubt. I mean, I say he looks up. I wasn't with him, but Can anyone who came yeah. through that tunnel was looking up at those buildings, 
and you saw, uh, like I said, hell on earth and, uh, uh, you know, people faced with such a horrible decision, people above the fire line, think about those poor souls. No kidding. You know, that couldn't, you know, they weren't going to get out. And so they had to, you know, burn or jump. And many of them jumped. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there he goes up West Street. And what we believe he went into the South Tower because that's where the rest of his firefighter buddies were recovered. Uh, Stephen was never recovered. Mm -hmm. um, and... Um, and he gave up his life while uh, saving others. So his siblings, he was the youngest of seven. He was our little baby brother. Yeah. He was a lot younger than all of us, a lot yeah. younger. My, I, I, my oldest brother was 25 years older than him, and oh I was gosh. the closest in age, and I was 14 years older than him. Oh, so my gosh, yeah. They got all the ones in between, like I said, youngest of seven. So um, so when we found out, you know, what he did, you know, obviously we didn't know what he did on, you know, on that day, on that faithful day, but, you know, soon thereafter we – put all the pieces together his truck was found right at the mouth of the brooklyn battery tunnel yeah. and um and he was eyewitnesses saw him run through the tunnel so it was um it was unbelievable and we just wanted to honor honor what he did so that's where we come the tunnel to towers he ran through the tunnel to the towers i love that and um that's where we started the foundation uh we were up and running by december of 2001 oh that uh, that soon yeah. wow yep Sure. And the whole idea behind it was what at the time the Genesis was like, you know what, all these um, widows and widowers and all these people that have lost their, their parents or lives are disrupted. And the idea was from the get-go was to, you know, take the mortgage. Um, no. from, what, was the, what, was the, what was the Genesis? In the beginning, it was uh, – we didn't even uh, – we did work with 9-11 families, you know, and the, and the – kids left behind but we primarily were just with kids that were lost a parent right uh because uh my brother was orphaned by the time he was 10 so we, we knew what he went through right uh his whole story is incredible uh how he overcame such tragedy in his own life uh and he knew that every day was so precious and that's why he lived it that way mm -hmm. um and um so we, in the very in, in the beginning all we wanted to do was really just honor the sacrifice we didn't go out to to do the work we're doing, you know, right. I, we built the first smart home in 2011. Okay. And I want to say when we built the smart home for the country's most catastrophically injured service member, the first quadruple amputee to ever survive any war, I would say we built the smart home, but it's not because I was so smart. It was because um, somebody showed up every day as we're building this house and said, we should put in this smart technology into this kid's house. So, so in other words, God put us on a certain path that we had no idea we were going to be on. <laughs> right. And we were doing good things, important things for the first 10 years or so, you know, you know, nine, 10 years, but it all changed for the foundation. Once we built that first smart home for our country's most catastrophically injured service member, uh, Sergeant Brenda Morocco, who was from our hometown where Stephen was born, where I was born, where my family grew up. Um, and I went down to visit him at Walter Reed Army Medical Center. And while I was there, I said, Brenda, can we build you a home? And after we built that home, it was like, okay, now we, there's so many guys that are surviving this battlefield that would have died in other conflicts, but were surviving because of the advances in medicine. Um, that we uh, there was such a need, so we started to build these houses, and we've built over a hundred of these houses all over the United States uh, to date. Uh, but there's still more that 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 has to be done. So that's when it changed. 2011, uh, the foundation, the mission of always doing good uh, was always there, but now became uh, we got to raise a lot of money now because each one of these homes are over a half a million dollars each. Right. You know, we can't just raise 
a million dollars, which is good in its own way. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but now we have to do a lot more. I, I love it. I love what you're doing. And, and it's, I, I didn't know that. And it's amazing that for 10 years and then you kind of got like a light bulb, like a spark kind of hit you or something, right? And it's always interesting to me when, when I talk to people, uh, you know, 500 conversations on this show, it's always fun to hear how, well, when we started doing this and we ended up here and we had no idea we were going to be here. And I, and I love how you kind of I don't know, pivoted or changed or listened to the nudgings maybe. I don't know. I mean, is that what, what's, what? Yeah. Is- listen to the nudgings from upstairs. My yeah. brother says, Hey, 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 uh, hey brother, <laughs> yeah. let's go. You know, you right. guys, you know, it's nice what you're doing, but there's a great need out there. And, you know, first quadruple amputee to ever survive any war was from our hometown. You know what I mean? So because yeah, so of right. that, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it like, all we had to do was listen. And then if you recall in 2014, December 20th, in New York City, there was two police officers, actually uh, uh, detectives, Lou and Ramos, were assassinated. They mm-hmm. were just sitting in the squad right. car. I remember that. And yeah. some crazy person from Maryland came up and thought it'd be okay to kill two cops just because they were cops. Um, and um, and we went to visit him. I went with actually former Mayor Rudy Giuliani on, on Christmas Eve uh, to these families. And I we heard that they were worried about their mortgages. How, they're going to stay in their homes, right? When we heard that, I went there. We visited him. I told him, "I said we're gonna, we're gonna pay off your mortgage. We're gonna, wow. we're gonna pay off your mortgages." And that's when we started to do for fallen first responders, paying off the mortgages. Now, you know, we did fifty of them today. 50. You know, so yeah, fifty today. Today, you know, yeah. today. Uh, so, so it changed everything again. You know, it changed everything again, and. um it just like said, oh, my God, now we have to raise so much more money because there's <laughs> the, the tremendous need out there. Uh, so we had to work uh, harder and to get the message out of there, the good work that we're doing. And, of course, if we're doing fall, for fallen first responders and catastrophically injured service members, how could you not do for Gold Star families? We went to war because what happened on September 11th and all these, you know, families are giving their, their lives for our, our, our country. Uh, we better, if we're doing it for first responders that die in the line of duty, we better do it for Gold Star families that die in the line of duty that leave young kids behind. So, so the same year in 2014, we, we added on uh, Gold Star families and, you know, it's been quite a journey to say the least. Yeah. And you've had such a, uh, an incredible year. I was, you know, doing my homework and like, I mean, it was this last year, your best year yet. Right. I mean, I mean, it's amazing kind of the growth that you're seeing. What, what do you attribute that growth to? Well, I'll tell you, there's many reasons why. Number one is we always, whatever we say, we deliver. So I say things out loud all the time because then, you know, you have to do it. You say it out loud. Your your words have, your actions have to meet your words. Right. right? There's a commitment there. I'm a big fan of that, right? You kind of say it or let somebody know it. You put it out in the universe. You gotta say, you, you, you gotta, gotta say do it. it. You gotta, you gotta follow it. through. That's right. And listen, our foundation has my brother's name on it. Mm-hmm. So, and his image, uh, yeah. the firefighter running. So we're always going to hold it to the highest esteem. And we're very proud of the, uh, charity navigator rating. We have the highest yeah. 100% transparency. Mm-hmm. We, we, this year alone, over 95 cents of every dollar went to our programs. Think about that. You know, yeah, I mean, no, how many foundations could say that. I was going to mention that. And that's something that really attracted me to you when I first found out about your organization there, but you know, there's tons of charities out there and it's amazing when you do your homework on charities and some of the most popular ones that you hear, and they just don't have these great rating, like how much of their money goes to admin and expenses. And, and sometimes the percentage is like, wow, they're, they're, 
you'd be surprised at how much, how little goes to the actual charity or what you're trying to do. And yours is amazing. You've got these, you know, the highest ratings you can have, your transparency and all those kind of ratings that you have 100%. And so, and so much of your money that you raise goes to what you're trying to actually do. So I got to commend you on that because there's a lot of charities out there that aren't doing that, Frank, and and you know who they are. We won't mention them, but there's some big names out there that aren't doing (laughs) that. There's no need to be mentioned. Yeah, we're not here to knock anybody, but Mm -mm. we are here to let people know that when they make a donation, and I'll tell, you know, your listeners, your viewers, where to go, go to t2t.org and donate as little as $11 a month. Mm -hmm. Right, Richard? That's That's not a lot of money. It's not a lot. It's not a lot of money. Look, most Americans could do $11 a month. Mm -hmm. And if we had a million people do that, I, we could take care of everybody, not just this year. You know, we're going to deliver 200 mortgage free homes this year. You know, but if I raised enough money to deliver 500 mortgage free homes, I would have delivered 500. So there's a lot of more, there's a lot more work that has to, that, that has to be done out there. So, you know, we don't, we're not going to rest. We're not going to rest. We made a promise and a commitment now to every first responder in this country. Everyone, if you die and you leave behind a young fam, you know, a young family behind you, we're going to take care of your family. We're going to give them a mortgage-free home. And same with Gold Star families. And and now we're doing, you know, we were doing catastrophically injured service members, but we're also doing it now first responders because many of them fall through floors, mm-hmm. fighting fires. They become, you know, uh, they lose a couple limbs or the the paraplegics, quadriplegics, uh, you know, traumatic brain injury, all this kind of stuff for, for first responders. So now we're building uh, smart homes for them as uh, as well. So the commitment is is is, is uh, tremendous. So it's not going to let up at all. But so when when something happens, I'll give you for instance. Less than two months ago, we lost thirteen great. Yeah. Service members, right? In Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. You know, we won't go into the politics of it, but it's a damn shame. That's That's all I'll say. It's a damn effing shame, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That we lost those 13 great heroes. And um, when somebody sees that, they say, how can I help? What can I do? They feel helpless. As Americans, you feel helpless, right? Mm -hmm. What can you do something positive to help these families? So one of these families, Lance Corporal McCollum, right? Mm -hmm. He was married. His wife was pregnant. She yeah. was in her ninth, ninth month. M- month. And and um, so we, Tunnel to Towers, I personally contacted her and spoke to her I, right after she gave birth, a couple, couple weeks after, you know, losing her husband. Uh, her name is Gigi. And I spoke to her and I said, listen, Tunnel to Towers Foundation, uh, you're young. I know you probably don't have a home, correct? She goes, no. I said, well, we're going to build you a, a mortgage-free home for you and your baby. Because your husband's a hero. He sacrificed his life for our country. And your country, you know, through the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, is going to build you a, build you a mortgage-free home. So when, when you hear that something happens and you want to do something positive to help a family, just know that's what 11 months, $11, $11 a month could do. Uh, you know, $11 a month can help all these families. And it's, I think it should be a promise that we make all, all, to all these service members and to our first responders that, you know, that we're going to take care of their families that are left behind. I agree. You're doing such great work. I, I just, it's just amazing. It just gives me chills thinking about it. It must be very, I mean, I know you're driven. It's probably a dichotomy. On one hand, you're like, oh my God, there's so much more we could do, we need to do and everything. And I'm sure that drives, drives you internally, but it's got to give you a lot of satisfaction. There's got to be so many amazing stories of, of, of lives that you've impacted. That's got to be very rewarding in a sense. And I know that uh, 
right? I mean, some of the stories have just got to be amazing, right? I mean, the, the heroism is just incredible. But he, so, Rich, all these families that we end up helping, yeah, they all become part of our family. Right. It's incredible. Like, we just had the annual Tunnel to Towers run here in New York mm-hmm. City on September 26th, right? We had nearly 35,000 people run through that tunnel like my brother did, right? We had yeah. firefighters from all over the United States running full gear. We had police officers gear. We had a, a military. With your, they rocked it. You know what I mean? So they, mm-hmm. they, it's just incredible what they were doing. Um, we had 2,500 West Point gate, uh, cadets that run cadence through that tunnel. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We have our injured service members that we built houses for and others that wanted to join us uh, ran through that tunnel. Uh, you know, we had one, uh, uh, not this year, but we have uh, Todd Nicely, the second quadruple amputee to ever survive any war. Todd, Todd ran through that tunnel. Mm. Todd has run, has run through that tunnel, putting on his prosthetics. Think about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Minus four limbs. And I'm not just talking like, I'm talking about way up there, you know, really losing, uh, you know, four limbs above the elbows and above the knees. So, uh, so all these people are, 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 are retracing these, you know, my brother's footsteps, but, all these heroes are there. Gold Star families are there. Fallen first responder families are there. Hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of them. 9-11 family members are there. Hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. And they're all running for their loved one. Yeah. They're all, it's, it's, it's like a thousand runs inside this one run. You know, my brother's run, Tunnel to Towers run. But there's a thousand great stories in there. And that's what I want it to be. That's what I want the whole foundation to be. Mm-hmm. It's not just about Stephen. Yeah, it's personal for me. You know, I, you know, I started with my siblings, this foundation, because of what my brother did. But there are thousands of Stevens out there that make the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. And the families that are left behind that we want to, we want to honor them. And, uh, and this is a way that all these families come together uh, and part of the Silla family. Um, and it, the relationships are just, just incredible, but yeah. they all want to help the next one. They know, all want to help the next family going forward. They want to pay it forward. That's the beautiful part of it. Oh, it's just amazing. I just, it gives me chills even thinking about it. It's just, you're doing such great work. Internally, how do you, I mean, when, before this happened, I don't, what, what did you do? Were you, you, you owned a business before? Were you an entrepreneur before this or what did you do? Yeah. So I did a few, a few different things. I've always worked for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been an entrepreneur and, and, and uh, mostly in retail. Um, but I also uh, was a builder. Yeah, you so, yeah. So to build a house, I wasn't afraid to build a house, right. you know, because I, I certainly had to build a house. I'm not going to say I was a tremendous builder. No, and but I you built, knew, knew what it was. You I knew how to build a house. It. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You know, so and then I understood business on the business side that you just can't, you know, you turn a key. It's there's a lot of things that go along with it. And I understand I understood about making sure that you had uh, I didn't have a first employee until like seven years into the foundation. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we did everything ourselves, all the siblings. We did, you know, and volunteers. We had thousands of, uh, you know, of, of volunteers and we still do it. The day that this, this year's run, I think we had 7,000 volunteers. It's amazing. 7,000 p- volunteers that helped us this year at the Tunnels of Towers run in New York City. That's a small army itself to organize and, and, and to make sure everyone's doing their, their job. So, well, that background, my business background and my building background gave me the uh, the knowledge to make sure that the foundation is run uh, in, in the proper way. Once again, never, never in a million years that I think we'd be doing all this work we're doing, but there's such a need for it. So now there's no choice. 
There's absolutely no choice. Right. We have to do it because it's the right thing to do. Look, we base a lot of our, our the foundation on very simple principles. St. Francis of Assisi said, yeah. brothers and sisters, while we have time, let us do good. Yeah. Now, this is good. This yeah. work is good. And we're all running out of time. So yeah. you can't waste the day. My brother showed us that the way he lived his life for others. He died the way he lived for others. Everyone thought he was his best friend. And, and I left when they all came to his service, um, saying Stephen was my best friend. Stephen was my best friend. And they all believed that because that's how he treated everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they was his best friend. And that's how he treated his family. You know, we were all so close. So uh, he died the way he lived for, for others. So while we have time, let us do good. And what we're doing as a foundation is so good, but it's so important and it's so necessary. Yeah. And it's so just that we have to continue doing it. What a great way of value, you know, something to cement the values of knowing that, you know, it's something that, you know, and I think you know that if from running a business, you got to have something that you believe in or stand for. And um, that's what makes it so great because, you know, I, I know the times that I've worked in business and, and, and leadership roles and everything else and, and people are like, well, how do we do this? How do we do that? And, and it's like, I, it's kind of like what I learned in the Marine Corps. It was easy in the Marine Corps because the Marine Corps made it easy to wrap your arms around something bigger than yourself. And that's what yeah. Tunnel to Towers does, right? It's easy to wrap your arms. Yeah. Cause you're doing something way bigger than, than you. Right. I mean, it's absolutely. And that's what makes it so powerful and so, so amazing internally 20 years looking at this. I mean, any dark nights of the souls or like, what are we doing or what, how are we doing this? Or has it always been just kind of this, this kind of rocket ship ride? Or has it been this kind of, had to be a roller coaster, but any dark nights of the souls going, man, what are we doing? What am I doing the right thing or anything like that? Well, never, never question, are we doing the right thing? And one of the reasons why the success is, uh, like I said before, is that our mission is very clear. Not only do we do good, who we're doing good for. Absolutely. So, you know, who would argue if a police officer is shot and killed and has three kids left behind? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are a few people <laughs> that would argue that, sad to say. You know, yeah. I tell those people, instead of spitting on the ground when you see a, a, a cop, you should kiss the freaking ground mm-hmm. that they go on because without them, we don't have a society. Uh, that's plain and simple. But so 99.9% of Americans understand that there's a there's a tremendous need out there that if a first responder, law enforcement, firefighter, or a military personnel die, they understand that the, that it's a good thing to do to take to take care of them. So our mission is why we are successful, but also how we run the foundation that makes sure that ninety five plus cents of every dollar goes to to our programs uh, to make sure that you know we have thousands of volunteers that help us so it keeps our uh, you know, certain overhead uh, as as low mm-hmm. as possible, and then of course, last but not least, is who who we're helping, which I I, I alluded uh, to uh, before. So, and, and to meet these families, I tell you, Richard, to meet these families, it's just it's incredible. It, yeah. You can't not work hard. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah, exactly. I, I wake up in the morning. I can't wait to get out of bed. Yeah, to go do something to make sure that we grow the foundation to help more. Uh, you know, the next day. And, and, but that's how all my staff is that way. Everyone who works at the foundation, if you don't have that, you need a couple of things for the foundation. You have to be a hard worker. Mm-hmm. You have to be smart. You know, you have to be right creative and you have to have the heart and you're missing one of those three. You're not going to last here long because yeah. you have to be willing to go the extra mile 
to help these families. And so if, if somebody's coming and thinking they're making a career change, like they're going to yeah. make millions of dollars and stuff, you <laughs> it is not going to happen. But if you want to make the right choice and come here and put yourself on the side for a bigger mission, as you said before, mm-hmm. for, for a much larger purpose, you, you're, you're coming to the right place. So when we give a house, it's everybody's worked at the foundation. You know, it's everybody's working together. We have our own building team. We buy our land. We buy the product. Home Depot uh, gives us so much product and donates to us. General Motors uh, donates to every smart home uh, that we uh, that we build. And uh, we have other companies that give us uh, Mohawk uh, flooring and the Carpet One flooring. They give us the product and, and Mo- uh, Carpet One installs all the flooring. Master Brand Cabinets puts in all it gives us all the American-made uh, ca- kitchen uh, cabinets, API. We put sprinkler systems in every house. Why? Because they can't get out of a house like you and I could get out of a house. Right. Right. These guys are missing two, three, four limbs. Yeah. Or or, or they're or they're paralyzed. So we put sprinkler systems in, in in every house. And we didn't do it the first couple of houses, but one of our guys were waiting for us to, while we were going to build a house, was in an apartment, and they had a fire, and he and just he got out. out. And, he just and got I said, barely. oh, my God. You know, we got to put sprinkler systems in every house. So yeah. we have so many people that have joined us on this mission to get all these houses done. But the most, the bulk of it, the bulk of it by far and away is the $11 a month. Hey, we're about halfway through the conversation, but I got to talk to you about my brand new sponsor, Awesome Broso Tequila. I got to tell you, this stuff is crazy good. It's easy to sip. It's perfect for gifts. I got the holidays coming up. And when I first tasted this tequila, it absolutely blew my mind. We all have bad memories of tequila, but this stuff is out of this world. I love this company. It's a trusted, family-owned and operated company. They've been creating tequila for many years, but they've perfected this unique, time-honored craft, producing what I consider and is considered the best tequila in the world. From their La Rosa Reposado, aged in Bordeaux wine barrels, which creates this really cool pink hue, to their Gran Reserva Alta Añejo, my favorite, which is aged in new French oak casks. Each tequila is as unique as it is flavorful. Asombroso Tequila is honored to have received many awards throughout the years, notably the prestigious Rob Report's Best of the Best and Top Tequila in the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Although they have acquired many accolades throughout the years, their customers are what matter the most. Their continuous support and reorders are what motivates the driving force to keep producing the world's best-tasting tequila year after year. You can't go wrong with this stuff. You can find out the complete line of Asombroso tequilas on their purchasing site, atequila.com. That's the letter, atequila.com. Use the discount code LEGEND, and you'll receive 10% off your first order. Go check them out. Asombroso tequila. Really good stuff. And it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing how much you can do, and it's, it's such a great entry point to help you guys out. It, to me, it's a no-brainer. For me, it's a no-brainer. It, it's nothing, you know. How much do I waste $11 on? on stupid stuff, you know, in the month, you can easily shift it. To I don't know if we waste different. $11 a day, but I would probably say most people do waste $11 think, a day. Uh, I know I'm guilty of it. Yeah. For sure. But it, certainly they lo- waste $11 a month. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's just, to me, it's just so doable. Uh, yeah. But that's why a lot of people are joining us and, but, but they don't know about us. And so this today, a- what we're doing here mm-hmm. today you know, you know, your people are going to look up the foundation. They're going to see all the work we're doing and to see that we build in every state. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, uh, of the 50 houses we gave today, I think 22 states, uh, we, 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 uh, 
we, we helped today, you know, different heroes in 22 different states. You know, we made a promise to nine, uh, first responders who are dying of 9-11 illnesses. Those families are now left behind. We're taking care of those families because they're dying. They're fading away right in front of the yeah. families. You know, this. I mean, it, it's the terrorist act that keeps on killing lives because yep. everyone was on that pile. Not everyone, but most people that were on that pile are now dying of 9-11 related illnesses. They were looking for my brother. They were looking for their coworkers. They were looking for their friends. They're looking for their fathers, their mothers, their brothers, their sisters. And now they're dying. Uh, so the foundation made a promise that we're going to take care of those families now uh, as well. And we're very proud of that. It's amazing. What kind of leader are you? I mean, I, you seem like a guy that would be really fun to work for and work with. How intentional are you on your kind of leadership journey and how would you describe yourself as a leader? What kind of leader are you? Well, I coached for 40 years. Did you? Yeah. I coached different sports for 40 years. Yeah. I, I, I loved to coach my kids primarily, but then I, you know, I did travel, you know, sports and, and, and stuff. And um, I, I think that the, the best way to lead is by example. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a parent, I'm a grandparent. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can't say something and go do something else. You know what I mean? So I just finished a 537 mile journey. I walked from the Pentagon to Shanksville, yeah, the ground zero that. for the 20th anniversary. Right. So once again, I said it out loud, right? I said <laughs> it out loud. Now I got to go do it. So I trained for uh, almost uh, about 15 months. I trained before I, I set out wow. on that, on that walk. Um, and, um, so when people see a commitment, they want to commit, you know, if I'm not working, hard other people aren't going to work hard so i think anybody it, 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 anybody who uh wants to lead you have to lead by example and i'm not saying i do anything so special other than uh, i work hard <laughs> i've yeah. always worked hard and i i think that's number one and number two is stay true to to your cause you know yeah. and don't ever give up don't ever give up and, and so you get knocked down smacked down whatever it may be you get back up and you keep on plugging away and you can reach you can reach your goal you just never stop just keep your eye on on, on the ball and just keep on moving towards it before you know it you're going to move the ball down the field more because you're going to change your goals because they're going to get bigger because you've gotten too close to your other goal um and um and and you keep uh, and you keep on uh and you keep on doing that but I think the most important thing is how we treat each other as human beings. And we're a very spiritual foundation. We, uh, we believe uh, in our, you know, a high power. We believe in God. Um, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. And, um, and I, I think that we treat everybody that way inside the foundation. All my siblings, they're, 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 they're so beautiful. I'm the least nicest of all of them uh and, and my others are just like on a pedestal like they just uh they're just so christian and so christian uh, they're just they're just uh beautiful people so we we all live a certain way and you know and you know i don't get paid my siblings don't get paid i think people appreciate that they know i'm not lining my pockets in you know what i mean for you know if i got paid would i be doing something wrong no Absolutely not, but I don't. And um, so I, I think all those little things, people know that we're dedicated. We're so dedicated into my uh, brother's uh, legacy and the legacy of all these great heroes uh, that paid the ultimate sacrifice, uh, you know, in the war on terror or, or, uh, serve, uh, or uh, you know, first responders that continue doing it every day. People see that commitment and they want to join us. They want to join us because we're no, it's no BS. It's real. Mm -hmm. What we're doing is real. The results 
I'm a, I'm a results-driven person. That's why I wanted 50 houses today. I wanted to show that after my walk through six states, 537 miles, we had a lot of people join us on our mission. We had other people making some people. Some people call us and want to pay off a whole mortgage. Wow. Some people do the $11 a month. Some people do something in between. Whatever any person could do, whatever your means are, you know, mm-hmm. you, 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 you do what you, what, what, what you can. People want to join us on, on this mission because we, we really do deliver. Uh, and I'm a results driven type person. So keep on doing it. Like somebody says, well, you better be putting a hundred million dollars on the side for your endowment later on and stuff. I said, if we keep on doing what we're doing, don't worry about that. It'll take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Let's just take care of all the families first. Let's just take care. Don't get me wrong. I understand the importance of making sure there's a rainy day fund, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that you can continue if you have a little downslide for a month or two or three or six months or a year, whatever it may be, um, but which we've never experienced. But, uh, but nonetheless, you want to show the results. You want to, you want to make sure that you take care of these families. And that's the goal. And the rest will, Come right behind it. They'll all come behind it as long as you keep on staying true to your mission. I love that. As you look down the road, what, what's the what's the big dream? What's the audacious goal that you're trying to trying to achieve? It's very simple. So simple. We're going to be here forever. The need is going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. The need will never change. There are going to be firefighters and police officers that die every year. Yeah. Two, over 200 this year. There'll be over 200 that die this year. So the need will always be there. There'll always be another conflict, say to say. Yeah. There'll always be another conflict. So the Gold Star families are all going to be there. And so will catastrophic lineage of service members. I hope that there's not another conflict forever. I pray for that. Right. But you and I, you know, you yeah. served your country. Mm-hmm. You know that that's uh, an improbability. Mm-hmm. You know that somebody will definitely come after us another time. There are people, you know, they're going to continue trying to kill us. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. None in my mind whatsoever, and I'm not as smart as you. <laughs> well, I, how can people? I mean, what's what's? Well, before I ask that, what is a story that really stands out to you? I mean, I'm sure there's like, you know, thousands and thousands of stories. Is there one that really stands out to you? One that really impacted you the most? Can you think of one? So there, there, there's so many, like you just said. There are just so many families that uh, that have been. You know, I remember Jenny Taylor, who's a Gold Star widow. I, I remember uh, talking to her right after her, her husband died, and that was in early November, three years ago. I think it was 2018. Um, and um, I found that she had seven kids. Wow. Now, we're, I'm one yeah, of seven. seven you yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. So I said, oh, my goodness, how is this poor lady going to do this? And she was out in Utah. And um, and uh, I remember calling her up and and. And, and and speaking to her soon after, you know, like, they have to know that they're going to be able to stay in the house, especially seven kids, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, are they, what is she going to do? Is she going to work two jobs, three jobs right. to maintain the house? No, she can't do that, you know? So uh, I remember reaching out to her and how emotional it was. I cry with a lot of these yeah, uh, widows. Um, I, you know, once I tell them what we're going to be doing as a foundation, I tell them it's more than just paying off the mortgage too, because we want to be there for them. As a matter of fact, Jenny is my friend. <laughs> she is a she is a she's a she's a good friend. As many of these uh, great widows and families are uh, to me, I I just wish I had more time in life. I, know, I don't right? have uh, enough time to uh, uh, to make a two thousand friends. You know, you know. So it's uh, so she she's uh, really uh, stands out, and of course, like I told you, the first uh, 
uh, when we started to build the smart homes, these yeah. guys just incredible. Every single one of them, they just and they all want to go back. They would all go back. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. I, I've never. I'm sure there are times where they say to themselves, "What the f did I get into? What did I do this Why'd for?" I do you know this, what? Yeah. what? Mm-hmm. But. They never said it to me. They've always said, Frank, I want to go serve again. I wish I could go serve again. I would do it all over again. Uh, They're they're incredible human beings. Yeah, better better people than you and I when you hear stuff like that. I think I would be be a little more bitter than them. I know, right? uh, But you know what? To their credit, uh, I think when you do something, once again, that's much bigger than you. I I agree. Body for your country. That, you know, I, I, so our country now appreciates better than ever before uh, with our military. I mean, remember what happened? You don't Yeah, Vietnam, yeah. During Mm -hmm. the Vietnam era, well, you know, come on. They were spat upon. It was disgusting uh, what happened. That was, you know, I I was drafted. I wasn't called because I was 1971. They weren't taken anymore. But um, it's it's incredible how they were treated. They're not treated like that now when they come back. They're treated the... In a better way, I don't say a perfect way, but in 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 a much better way. Maybe because they they're more appreciated uh, that that maybe they handle their injuries better. I, I don't know, but they're they're courageous in not how they're courageous in serving their country, and I think they're even more courageous in their recovery. Yeah, I think that the American the, gen, the everyday citizen absolutely has a, a very generous heart if they know. I think sometimes I run across people they didn't realize they just kind of assumed like when you get injured or you come back from that that the government's going to take care of you that the, and it's not true they don't have well they do to a certain a extent, extent. they don't do it all yeah there's a lot that isn't done right and um yeah and so the but i think it's good that it's not all done i'll tell you why because then a lot of americans would even know less that's true <laughs> it wouldn't be called upon you know that's you know not everybody has to serve like you did you know we could take care of those that did serve and that's how it could be your yeah, service. That's a great by, point. I never thought yeah. of it that way. That's that's, that's a great right. point. And, and, and if we didn't have to do anything, Americans would even be more blind. That's right. Of the sacrifice that, that's made. Over 7,000 men and women that gave their life for their country since the war on terror started. 7,000. Yeah. We're going to be reading those names on Veterans Day this year at the Lincoln Memorial in DC all 7072 names that have died on on you know for our country since the war on terror started in 2001 that's great think about that you know we're going to read all those names mm-hmm. most americans don't know the 7000 i know right and die yeah you're doing great work frank what what's the best way that people can reach out i mean you you mentioned your website and i'll have links to all of this but what is the best way people can help and, and reach out to you uh, it's so simple, you know, and we like to keep it simple. You know, we don't have to keep things complex to do the right thing, you know, you, and uh, just go to T2T.org and do- donate $11 a month. You could do more, do more. You know, if uh, you have different means, everybody, you know, should be uh, do whatever they could possibly do. But everyone should do something. Yeah. Even if you can't afford 11, do something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just do something and be part of this. And every time that you see a house delivered, like the 50 houses that we delivered today, you can say, I, I, I helped do that. Yeah. I helped do that. And that's the beauty of the, uh, of the $11 a month. Well, I appreciate how you're, how you're doing it, Frank. I mean, just sitting there talking to you, listening and seeing what type of leader you are. I mean, yeah, you, you would be 
you seem like the right person at the right time to be leading this organization and the way that you're doing it with the ratings that you do from a charity rating. Um, and I encourage everybody to do their homework and you're not going to find too many charities that are doing it as well as, as you are, Frank. No, not, not one. And, and I just, I commend you on that. Congratulate you on that. And I just think you're doing, you know, God's work. You really are. And I appreciate you that we have people like you and foundations like you on this planet. I, and I mean that sincerely. Well, thank you. The work's not done. Works forever. So yeah, wait. So your whole family's involved with this. I mean, you still are all your. You still have all your well, brothers, well, brothers so and sisters. So in the beginning, uh, all remaining six siblings were involved. You know, and then we extended family and stuff like that. But yeah. primarily, uh, you know, we're all getting a little bit older. <laughs> yeah, right. I can imagine. We're all in yeah. the mid seventies now. Yeah. Uh, so they're slowing down a little bit. Um, but my sister Mary and myself are in here almost uh, every day. Uh, you know. Um, did Stephen have kids? Did Stephen have kids? I didn't even know that. Stephen had five children. He did? How are they? They're doing good. Doing Very good. productive human beings. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll carry the mantle 20 years from now when they, after they finish doing their, what they got to do in life. Well, if you're going to. I was older. I was almost 50 when, when at 9-11. So I was able to, um, uh, you know, I was finished, almost finished raising my kids and, and finished in business, not quite finished in business, but. You know, certainly 10 years later when we started to make the big push because of all the money we had to raise, I was able to put the time into it. And I, I, I think um, I think a lot of people have to – you got to get some worldly experience um, to to run a foundation uh, like this um, and do it the right way. Yeah, yeah. Doing great stuff, Frank. I'll have links to all this for people to donate. And again, I encourage everybody to do this. To me, it's a no-brainer. You know, $11, $11 a month, um, and if we had – Everybody doing it, we could impact so many lives. And I appreciate what you're doing, Frank. Any, did did we cover everything that we wanted to? Is there anything else yeah, you want to say as we, we close? Yeah, we covered up? everything. I love what you're doing, my friend. Thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate Thank it. You, and, sir. And, and I look forward to saying it. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into the show. I hope you got some value out of this episode. If you did, please do me a huge favor. Tell somebody about this show. Tell your spouse, tell your kids, tell your coworkers. Let them know about the value that Dose Leadership brings to your world. Go to doseofleadership.com. You can learn more about my services. If you're looking for somebody to speak, teach, or coach about leadership, I'm your guy. I'm known for my ability to transform individuals and organizations, teaching them the concept of creating a culture of decentralized leadership. I do think that is the secret sauce to facing all the challenges that we face today. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. I look forward to the next time we're together. And until the meantime, make it a great one.